Hello and welcome to Boost Positive Thinking. My name is Karen Morton and today we're going to explore some ideas that could help you with your online interview success. Today we are in conversation with Jacob Share from JobMob. It is a global platform which is all about job searches and great interview techniques. Jacob is a tech whiz as well, having computer science in his background. He loves to help people. He loves living in Israel and enjoys the sunshine. And after a really lovely intro to our chat, we got to know each other quite well. But we thought, no, we better get down to basics because you want to know tips that Jacob can offer you to help you with your job search and also with your interview success. The first thing that I wanted to know from Jacob was how could we become more tech savvy so that we're more confident when it comes to interviews in a virtual setting using Zoom or any other online platform? Well, I think there's one thing to keep in mind. It's, it's of course, it's for most people, it's very nerve wracking uh, preparing for a job interview and going through an interview. And there's no question that if something with the tech side just doesn't make sense, if there's something, they don't get a link, or it doesn't seem to work for some reason, it really throws people off. And they're already sensitive because it's so nerve-wracking. And so I, I really empathize uh, with what people are going through. And I think that it's okay to keep in the back of your mind that recruiters and employers, the people as well, they are also struggling with a lot of this technology. If the interview starts late for a few minutes because of a tech issue, it's going to be okay. Don't need to freak out. Just be patient. Come back to them. If it's taking a bit longer for some reason, then it's okay to send a text message or whatever uh, communications channel you're using with them to just say, uh, there's an issue on my end or what's going on, I can't get through or something. Again, this is something that people are dealing with on all sides. So that's okay. Mm -hmm. So you can calm down a little bit if there's an issue. Um, Now, that said, there are a number of things that you can do to, to soften the blow and to really make it so that dealing with the tech is easier. Uh, right now, uh, many people are using Zoom. Uh, Zoom uh, went from an un- unknown technology to becoming one of the most well-known uh, technologies for video uh, conferencing like this. And so it should be something, at least for Zoom, spend a little, a bit of, little bit of time to make sure that you understand how to use Zoom. Zoom, one of the things that, that I like about Zoom, which I also use even now after I've been using Zoom for a while, is that Zoom has a test website which I will give you the URL in a second here. It is zoom, Z-O-O-M dot U-S forward slash test. Okay, too many people do not know about this. And if you visit that URL, you can simulate a Zoom call by yourself. In other words, you can use it to make sure that your microphone is working. You can test your camera to see how you look on camera. Uh, You can see exactly what the other people will see when you are eventually on a real Zoom call. So I just did this a few minutes ago before we got on this discussion together. Uh, I tested to make sure everything's working, make sure my audio is set up, make sure that my camera is ready, et cetera, et cetera. And I just get into that habit of checking every time you're about to have a call. And in fact, it, it works so easily or so nicely that even when I'm not using Zoom for a call, in other words, if I have, you mentioned earlier WebEx, if someone, or even Skype, if someone offered to uh, interview me or speak to me on a different technology, I, I may still use the Zoom test <laughs> because it just, it just helps make sure that all your tech is working and, uh, and it's really easy to prep with. So I highly recommend book, bookmarking uh, that URL 
and getting into the habit of, of setting yourself up before every call to make sure, okay, I'm confident, I know that on my end, the camera's working, the microphone is working, I can hear myself, uh, I'm ready, I'm good to go. And, uh, and then make sure that you're, you're set up like that. So that's definitely something that not enough people are doing. I really like that a lot because it, it is important, you know, to just get yourself comfortable and get yourself used to being on camera. You know, I hear, um, you know, so often when Jules and I are doing our workshops, people are saying, oh, I hate being on camera. Even people who are extremely professional, you know what I mean? And they're using the technology every day in their meetings. What we have to say to each other, you know, we've got to get over this. We've got to get over this. I hate hearing my voice. I hate hearing seeing myself right. on the camera. Do you have any tips around that about what has helped you to just be comfortable with yourself on camera from a mental point of view, Jacob? There's a, there are a number of things you can do. One of the things, I mean, a classic tip when it comes to job, job interviews in general is usually you tend to get better the more you do something. But when you're only getting a few interviews in each job search and your job searches only take place every few years, that's not a lot of practice and things can change between each round. And so with practice comes comfort and then people get used to things more, more, uh, more quickly. So you, you do want to practice. You want to practice being on camera. I think that just the fact that people may now be in lockdown, forcing them to connect with their family and friends over video, they'll get used to being on camera. They'll get used to hearing themselves on camera. And so that, that really should be, it's not as unusual as it was once upon a, let's even like a year, a year and a half ago, it would have been a lot rarer for people to be on camera. Um, but uh, but now it's much more common. So I really do think that should help with people. And if, and if for some reason that's, that they don't feel that that's helping, well, then they can do it in a much more structured way. In other words, you can talk to a, a, a an expert like you guys and have a coaching call and go through mm-hmm. it and see, okay, this is what you can do to improve. This is what you can do to set yourself up for, for more success. Another thing as well that people can do to become more comfortable is just, so when you're seeing yourself on camera, you're, you're seeing a mirror, right? You're not seeing exactly the way that, that people see you. You're seeing a mirror. And so, but you can also see what's, what's behind you. So uh, take some time to spruce up what's happening in the background so that you, you actually like what you see on the background uh, and, and hopefully what the other people are seeing as well. They will also appreciate it. But if you don't even like what's behind you, that can set you off. That can really make you feel uncomfortable that you're hoping this will end soon because you don't like what you're seeing on the screen. So make it so that you can see, that you that you enjoy what you see behind yourself on the screen. And that, that should definitely calm your nerves and uh, make you feel better about it. Kind of like someone who who uh, puts on a, a nice dress or, an, or a nice suit or, or wear something they enjoy wearing uh, and they enjoy kind of showing it off and they, they feel comfortable in it. Similarly, so you want to dress up the surroundings for the call and so you feel, you'll feel comfortable showing that to other people. And, you know, I, and I use that as my great excuse for buying myself flowers, Jacob. You know, I love fresh flowers. I say, oh, it has to look good on screen. But, you know, yeah. you, you mentioned dress as well there, too. And, you know, this whole thing about going for interview and, you know, and if it's guys put, you know, a, a suit on and a tie yeah. and, you know, if it's women, you know, ha- sort of makeup or even men, if you want to, with wake- makeup. But the whole sure. thing is is that you, it's about making an effort because not only for yeah. the person on camera, but you feel so good. We know psychologically that yeah. if you feel that you're dressed to impress, it, it helps edge up that confidence, doesn't it, within Absolutely. you? 
Now, I'd love to know, Jacob, within your community, you have a lot of people using your website to help them in their job search. And we're going to come on to that in just a moment. But what I'd love to know from the community is that as we, the further up we are in, in lockdown now, and employers are using the technology for interview, they're doing an awful lot more than they did before. So we're seeing more one-way interviews in advance. Yes. Um, what are the trends showing in what employers are using so that we can start practicing beyond the two-way communication? Well, one thing, uh, it's still, you don't see it too, too common just yet, but for recruiters, um, now that we've been into this for about a year, in some places a little bit more, some places a little bit less, they start to appreciate how um, there's, there's quite a bit of time that's going into this. I mean, just as we were mentioning a few minutes ago about how there's an effort on the job seeker side to prepare for a call, there is also an effort on the, on the other side to, to prepare for a call, and they need to have the technology in place. In fact, I mean, it's, it's, it's more important for the recruiters uh, to have the technology working probably because they 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 don't they can't afford to lose they can't afford to waste money and time on these things uh, because they're doing so many of them so they really have to make sure that they know what they're doing with the tech that they that they choose um, one thing that, that recruiters have started to do to save time on their side which can also save time for the job seekers as well is so they're looking ways for ways to automate the process more so giving job seekers uh, kind of like prep materials. In other words, I, I prepare a, an introduction video to the company that can then be recycled and sent out to everybody, not just for, uh, not customized per job seeker, but having a, a kind of introductory video that job seekers or candidates are required to watch so they learn about the company or that they learn about the process they're about to go through uh, in, in terms of the recruitment. So the, that's, that's what, in other words, recruiters have begun to use video uh, as a tool as well, uh, not just the video conferencing, but actual video. So that's something that uh, people should be uh, aware of. Um, another thing, uh, which is not that new, but again, a lot of the digital tech that we're talking about now is, is not new in and of itself. However, the number of companies that are using it has exploded. And so uh, online applications as well have become much more popular. Again, because it doesn't require an interviewer to sit there with a candidate. There's a lot of things that a candidate can get out of the way and that allow recruiters to, to filter away candidates that may not be a good fit in their eyes, at least. They're also more more testing, more, more upfront testing, to, uh, depending on the industry, to see if the candidate uh, has the knowledge they claim to have uh, or that the employer is looking for. And so, uh, so yeah, so basically at the end of the day, it's just a, a question of uh, the companies looking to take advantage of these tools to save more time because they have to deal with so many more digital or I should say remote candidacies than before. Now, one of the things that, uh, again, we hear uh, quite frequently is th about the competency-based questions. Now, this is nothing new, yeah. uh, but for some reason, when you take that and you put it into this uh, technical setting, how should people prepare for competency-based questions? On the one hand, it's, it's simple in the sense that if you know what the, what the requirements are, you have a job description, usually, not always, but usually there's a job description, you know which qualifications they're looking for, you claim to have most, if not all of them, because you applied for the job, and so you should have an idea of what kinds of things they're going to ask about. Uh, that said, some companies, especially in the tech world, they will ask you kind of uh, riddle-like questions, brain-teaser-like yeah. questions, puzzles almost, 
there are websites that have compilations of questions that people have been asked in interviews, regardless of whether it's brain teasers. Uh, questions or just other kinds of questions that were asked at specific companies. So definitely do a bit of research to see if the company you're interviewing for shows up on those websites, or even even someone may have posted on on, on in social media on Facebook or wherever, uh, saying this is what they asked me uh, at this company. And so do a little bit of research to see what kinds of things that company has asked in the past, and that's one way of preparing for them. Another thing as well is just they're testing people in a high stress situation often, which is not really representative of how the real world. Is in the workplace, and so is it really a very accurate uh, measure of what this candidate can bring? And so uh, there are ways around that, but the fact is, is that sometimes they will ask questions that aren't that aren't really representative. But you have to deal with it. You're you're the candidate. You you have to deal with it. Yeah, it, so, it's uh, it's not yes. going to be easy, is it? If there, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to think: Do you want this job? And it's a bit like preparing for a race, or whatever. There's going to be other people. You know what I mean? To get to yeah. that finish line, and you've got to prove your stuff. And of course, it's going to be. Um, nerve-wracking but I think as well to what what gets me you know sometimes whenever I'm I'm um you know sort of doing some research or study and uh you know your stuff and then they give you multiple choice questions you know it could be a b or c or could be all of them and you're thinking well actually do you mean it this way or do you mean it that way or actually I'm thinking you know it could be all three if you're online, I think what can be nerve wracking is you don't have the option to ask the interviewer in these type of aptitude things. Can you just explain, do you mean it this way or that way? That's right. the thing, isn't it? With this sort of riddle puzzle thing, it's the way in which the question is asked. It's a really good point. Um, one thing you can do in, in a situation like that, which will, which will happen almost every time, um, is that sometimes at the end of the test or the application, there's a place where you can leave, you can you kind of say, is there anything else you'd like to say to us? Well, that's where you can take advantage and say, yes, I, I felt that I, I understood question 10 or whatever it was uh, to mean this, perhaps you meant that. In that case, I would have said something different and maybe give a little bit of detail about that. Or you can explain something else. Or you can also say, you know, I, I, this is in, I've never actually come across this in my work, but I've come across something else. Ultimately, at the end of the day, Recruiters and companies, they want to be convinced that you can do the job they need done without fail, successfully, hopefully above and beyond what they're looking for. But they definitely want to be convinced that you can do it. And so if there's any information that you can give them, anything you can clear up to make sure they're not misunderstanding uh, what you can do or who you are, go ahead and do it. Good advice. Good advice. And I love that bit, you know, about um, at the end, if there's a comment or anything that you want to ask us, you know, make some notes as you go so that you can put that into the comment box. And also what you said earlier in our uh, chat today, Jacob, is the fact that interviewers are quite nervous as well about will the technology work? Have we got everything in place? Because at the end of the day, you know, it's costing a lot of time and money to make sure that they get the right candidate. Now, in what you do, I mean, your website is full of great blog articles and you're you. really good at sharing links for people. I could just sit and drink coffee all day and read up on everything that you're putting forward. So tell us, how can, if anyone is looking for a job at the moment, and this is on a global platform, I mean, you're in Tel Aviv and I'm here in Sussex in England, yeah. but you yeah. actually reach out to people on a global basis. How can yeah. you help people who are looking for a new job at the moment? 
people are at different stages of their job search when they, when they come to me. So the answer can, can vary depending on, on what their situation is. Um, across the board, what I would say is that people coming to the site, uh, usually they're coming from a Google search of some kind, and so they're being pointed at the answer to a question that they that they Googled or they queried, and that's fine. That I, the site is set up to bring people in that way, and so I'm happy that they come looking for specific information. I've set up the site as well that uh, people should see related information to whatever they were looking for, so they should get the answer, but also related information. And then, of course, there's something that I introduced recently, which is the events calendar, and it's something that I, that I really want to share with people. Right now, especially during the pandemic, people tend to have more time, uh, whether they're locked down or not, to reskill, and they should be taking advantage of that time. And so I created what I call the JobMob Job Search Events Calendar, uh, which can be found at jobmob.co.il forward slash events. And there you have a calendar which will show you literally every week dozens, if not hundreds of uh, mainly free, but not only free, uh, events that are available around the world for job seekers and that you can jump on every single day. I mean, you could jump on something, from, it could be starting in a few minutes, it could be starting in a few hours or tomorrow, whatever it is, whatever will fit into your schedule across all job search oriented topics. It could be resumes, it could be interviewing. Uh, some of them are webinars, some of them are interactive, where you can actually speak to uh, job search coaches and, and get a reply uh, to a specific question that you have. But uh, the, the great thing about that is that it really is, you, you, you choose what you want. It's completely uh, interactive in that sense. It's not just something that you need to follow spoon-fed that may not uh, meet where you are in your current, current job search. So I definitely, definitely recommend to, to job seekers, and not just job seekers, mm-hmm. uh, anybody who's looking to learn about job search. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of great stuff that people are, like you guys, <laughs> like the two of you, who are putting it on a regular basis. And you guys are mentioning there as well. Yay! As you know. <laughs> so I definitely recommend that. People can follow me on social media. They can sign up for the blog newsletter. And if they have a question, they can reply to any of the emails they receive, which I try not to send too many. I also have many uh, exclusive reports or downloads that people can sign up for, which are specific to parts of their job search. If, if they, if they want to, if they're rewriting a resume, then I have a guide for that. If they want to, practice for their job interviews, I have a guide for that. Search for something on a, on a topic you're, you're curious about, and uh, whether it's on the site or on Google, and uh, you'll be pointed at, at uh, an article and one of my exclusive downloads that, that will highlight the information there. Well, you know, it is really worthwhile doing. And just like the little link that you gave us earlier on as well, too, about how we can check ourselves and have a practice on Zoom. You know, you yeah. heard it here on BoostPositiveThinking.com with Jacob Share and Jacob, it's been such a pleasure to have you here talking with us today. Thank you for your top tips. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again. Thank you so much, Kevin. It was a pleasure. A lovely conversation with Jacob Share from JobMob. And uh, do check out JobMob for more interview advice. And also, if you're looking for a job, you may come up with some interesting ideas in your search. It is a global platform, so uh, good luck to you there. You are listening to Boost Positive Thinking with myself, Karen Morton. And do remember that we're all about supporting you whenever you are needing a little boost to your confidence and anything that you wish to do to achieve your goals. Boost Positive Thinking, we're on Instagram, we're also on Facebook, and you can get us on Twitter. If you would like to email us and also get our newsletter, then email alice at boostpositivethinking.com. 
please like or share our podcast because it's always great that uh, we get some reaction to know that you're really enjoying what we are producing and the conversations that we're having. We'd also like to hear from you if you have any ideas of the sort of thing that you think would be useful and you would like us to explore those ideas. We like a challenge. So from myself, Karen Morton and Jules Murray of Boost Positive Thinking, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.